What's up, everybody? Oh. We're back with your weekly dose of Strange. We're here for another episode of Strange Happenings, Bob. Bob, how you feeling? Oh, I'm great. We just doused a pizza. I know. Look who we got. We got we got Roa. We got a special co-host tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Roa, Roa Studios, (laughs) Fifth Element Tattoo Gallery. Dude, what's up? We've been having a good time the last few hours. Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been a fun ride for sure. So we're down here uh, recording yeah. an episode with Roa about his uh, trip to Mexico. This is actually going to air. We're thinking, yeah, in the late future. next we, week we got it in the at future. some point. But uh, we got a couple things coming up traveling, so we have some content for uh, premiere on YouTube next week with your boy right here, Roa. That's right, and it's going to be good. <clears throat> And uh, we're we're super jazzed from this interview that we just did. Yeah. So we're like, hey, dude, you want to hang out for Strange Happenings? Come on right. and co-host. Right. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's figuring it out as we go. So yeah. show him some love in the chat. There. We know you guys. All What's well. up, we everybody in the chat? You guys who we, who we all got in the chat tonight? It's looks like a pretty crowded house. Don't dream it's over. Flutz capacitor. Nancy. What's going on? Stucky. We've got Jay Lamb. You got Ronan got Art and Music in there. Ronan Art and Music. What's, What's up, up Ronan? Uh, and then Love Born Not cat. to Run, of course. Jay Lamb. Uh, is there anybody we missed up at the top? Uh, Necro. What's happening? Just the loner stoner as well. Oh, yeah. And stoner is the loner tonight. Uh, Disbro is out of town on, on a gig. He's all and alone so in Isengard. He's looking, making everything look. There he is. There's that yes! There's that new cam, the the Master nice. Control cam. That is that's the, the best. stoner nice. cam. That's the that loner is, that cam. That's cool, the guy man. making that's it all happen cool. right <laughs> now, really ladies and gentlemen. Dude, that's the GoPro. That little that's GoPro. That's a workhorse. Cool. Anyways, guys, we got a great episode for you. Row of a show Row of a show Here we go. Um, we got a great episode. We've got some awesome articles. Uh, we can jump right into it unless uh, we need to talk about anything else, promote anything. I'm missing something, probably. Uh, Do you want to talk about Thursday? Uh, you want to leave that till later? We can talk about Thursday. You know, we should actually. probably say it now just because you're not sure if anybody can hang out for the whole time. So if you are here, maybe we'll mention it again later. But yeah, yeah let's go do ahead. That. Yeah, good call. Uh, so Thursday, Thursday night, keep your eyes out for the time. It's to be determined right now. We have a time on the calendar, but we're still kind of dialing some things in. We have a special guest Thursday, Jesus Pion Jr., otherwise known as Gonzo from Breaking Bad, yep. ladies and gentlemen. We got in contact with Gonzo from uh, Breaking Bad, which that's his uh, at Gonzo from Breaking Bad on yeah. Instagram. So go check him out. And um, uh, the Cryptid Huntress and DA and Robbie. And all those folks were friends with him and said there were a lot of roads that kept. You should totally, back towards totally him. Yeah. get him on the show. He would totally yeah. come on your show. We're like, really? You think so? So all of a sudden, we got in contact with uh, Gonzo from Breaking Bad, Jesus Pion Jr. Everybody, I, so, I don't think my wife that'll wants be a life me to like go and like fire up Breaking Bad again because I just went through Better Call Saul <laughs> again. But Breaking Bad is gonna. Come back on it again, and yep. yeah, I'm gonna have to control. He's got one of the most epic scenes of all time in that show. Yeah, which we'll, we'll probably we'll talk go into about that later. on the show. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, that's uh, what's coming up. He's he's been open about the uh, photos and images and things that he's been able to capture uh, out on uh, different reservations in the American Southwest. Yeah, and has some interesting, really, really bizarre photos of cryptids. 
um, yeah. and has. Some, I don't know what else he has. I know he's he's the ones into we a were lot. shown on D. A. Roberts' show. Yeah, uh, the, there's the um, uh, Ohio Strangeness episode. We were on D. A. Show, and during that show, they showed us those photos of the guy that uh, Jesus brought up into <clears throat> the Navajo reservation go camping, to yeah. go camping. Yeah, and the guy would never come back after he yeah. snapped these photos of yeah, the pictures were cool. These like you could see the faces looking looking in the tent. into the tent. Like okay. through the mesh, okay, yeah, and you can clearly see like these two faces that are like not my face or your face, right. and then like a face making like a surprise look, and yeah, right. yeah. He said this guy was like, "I'm not camping ever again. Like, <laughs> you're just not going to get me to do it. I'm mm-hmm. good." And you can check out Jesus's. Uh, he's got a YouTube Breaking channel, Bigfoot? Breaking Bigfoot. Yeah. So go check that out. We're super, super excited. He's a very, very nice dude. Chatting with him, super, super nice guy. We're really pumped. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta say, I'm a fan of, of that in. show in general, but I'm also a big fan of anybody that's a big fan of the big guy. That's the right. The sass, the right. squatch. You better right. watch out. Anytime so. we can have a Bigfoot researcher or anybody that's got a, anything to say. About I'm not cryptids gonna, in general, we're pretty much in. I'm not even going to drink coffee that day. No, you won't have to. Won't need it. <clears throat> Will not need one drip. So stay tuned for that. Anything else uh, that I probably missed? We can hop right in. I don't think so. Okay, we've got some good. We've, think we've got some great point. articles here, Roa. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think we're ready to hear all that. Let's do it. Let's All do right. it. Let's get so, the strange yeah. happenings happening. Doctor Gary Nolan. For yeah. those the, that may be uninitiated, uh, uninitiated, but his name is pretty well researched, yep. uh, pretty well respected researcher in the UFO community. Um, Doctor, uh, the headline is ET is one hundred percent on Earth and has been for a long time. Claims U.S. government ex- expert, Doctor Gary, Gary Nolan, a professor of pathology at Stanford University School of Medicine, said he is one hundred percent certain that extraterrestrial intelligence has visited Earth. And so a top, uh, he's the top boffin who has researched UFOs from the U.S. government and says not only has E.T. visited Earth, but Dr. Gary Nolan drew gaps from the audience at an international com- uh, conference when he announced he was 100% certain. Oh, you can't say that aliens <clears throat> are real. Little green men. Yeah. UFOs. That's why UAP got brought up. That's the new mm. rebrand. So you mm. can sell, you know, bougie and classy saying UAP versus UFO. UFOs for yep. conspiracy theorists. This is my theory of oh, why okay. it's now okay. UAP. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm giving Ro a little bit of cliff notes here and there. I'm just like behind the right. director studio. Yeah, if they, they rebrand it so that way uh, it's more now, digestible. Well, and also like we're telling you what it is now as well. Right. In a way. Mm. Um, so he also revealed whistleblowers who have worked on reverse engineering downed craft had recently given classified testimony to U.S. Congress stirring up a hornet's nest at the heart of the government. That meant <clears throat> that means they have attempted to rebuild crashed UFOs. Dr. Nolan, 62, a professor of pathology at Stanford University School of Medicine, who has published more than 300 research articles and holds 40 U.S. patents, made the bombshell comments during a talk at a conference of thought think tank SALT Eye Connections in New York called the Pentagon, Extraterrestrial Intelligence, and Crashed UFOs. So I had to read that a couple times before, <laughs> so I'm going to do it again. Yeah, that's, that's weird. So he dropped this bomb, bombshell at this conference. 
this conference is a think tank called Salt Eye Connections that is running this event. The okay. event is called the Pentagon Extraterrestrial Intelligence and Craft Crashed UFOs. So there's all these scientists, these big wigs, maybe people of industry. They're all at this conference. Dr. Mm. Gary Nolan gets up here and goes off. He said the respected researcher is one of the most accomplished scientists studying the phenomenon, including by analyzing the brains of people who say they experienced UFO encounters. Forum presenter Alex Klokas asked Dr. Nolan, do you believe that extraterrestrial intelligence has visited planet Earth? Two audible gasps, Dr. Nolan replied, I think you can go a step further. It hasn't just been visited. It's been here a long time and is still here. You know, people talk about the, the wow signal, looking for extraterrestrial intelligence. The wow signal is the people is that the wow signal is that people see it on an almost regular basis. That's the communication that's already here. So wow was a powerful 72-second narrow band signal picked up by Ohio State University's Big Ear Radio Telescope in 1977, which has not been detected since and has long been a source of speculation in a star in the stargazing community. So there you go, represent Ohio. Uh, mm-hmm. Kiokas told Dr. Nolan his statement would be tough to believe for many, asking him what probability he would assign it to. The, profess- the professor replied, 100%. Hmm. And that's not just my opinion. He said, 30 pages of National Defense Authorization Act passed in the U.S. last year in 2022. We covered this. We're devoted to setting up an unidentified aerial phenomenon office. The result, this resulted in the unit, the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AARO, A-A-R-O. This has 25 people long name. working in, uh, in tasked with collecting the information across all of the Department of Defense Intelligence offices and uh, coalition of that into uniform format for the very first time and provision of them uh, that then to Congress, then provisioning that to Congress. Dr. Nolan went on, the creation of the whistleblower program specifically that allows people from within who I'm going to say this have been working on and reverse engineering programs, reverse engineering of objects so that they can come in and break their oaths, but specifically just to talk to Congress and give that information in classified settings. So in a roundabout way, he, he's just trying to get it to the point where people feel comfortable to come out and that they're not going to get their completely – their lives ruined, their credit ruined, never be able to get a job again. You know, if you speak out, if you're a part of these secret programs, there's not a lot of options, at least up until recently it seems, that it's going to be easier for people to come out Yeah, with these stories. Which usually it's on your deathbed, you know. I mean, you're not going to be going talking about classified information. Everybody's. I think the kettle's boiling so hard anyway. Like when we fired the show it's back a up, whistling. that's what we were talking about. I was like, at first whistling. it was like squash was hot. 
Sasquatch was like really big, right? And not Always saying is. he's not big. Always yeah, he's is. Big guy and gal or whatever. But <laughs> baby sass. There we go. Baby sass. Not as big. Yeah. But the UFO UAP brouhaha. There, there were more balloons just recently, right? Like going over, and uh, whether they were Chinese balloons or whether we shot down balloons the first time, who knows? We don't, we, we don't get to see any of this stuff, right? Yeah. Right. Like again, I was cutting clips. I was looking at it, and uh, one of our guests, Joel Thomas, was talking about his, you know, his version of Project Bluebeam. Shout out, Joel! Shout out to that mustache. I'm trying to catch up, <laughs> but um, he was talking about brought, like Project Bluebeam and how like. Basically, like, the framing of it and how it's going to get to a boiling point of, like, you know, before that, his idea was, like, it's going to get to war. And before we ever get to, like, real war, World War Three, it's going to get everybody into this hysteria. And About then aliens. you bring that out, right? You give yeah. an alternative to that war. And, then and it's, it's the, aliens. the uh, aliens. But in his version, it's the Anunnaki coming back as aliens. And uh, it's a good – it was a good clip. So, I mean, it got me thinking a lot. And, I mean – we were hanging out, right? Remember this? When we sat at my place, I think it was just me, me and you, okay. during right before COVID. Yeah. And we listened to the Tame Impala oh, album. Yeah, yeah, I don't even yeah. think we put a different <laughs> album yeah. on. There was a lot going on in my life at the time. Yeah. And Carlos was there for me. Um, and we hung out and just kind of like just mentally just vegged, right? Like, I, I don't think we did much, but just you're like, I was like, do you care if we change the album? You're like, don't Play worry about it, man. Just let it keep music. going. Yeah. But, um, Ever since then, it's just been like I haven't felt like things have felt right. Not that I ever felt the world felt right, but it always felt kind of like fixable or it wasn't this big giant conspiracy playing out. But now it just seems like it just keeps ratcheting up. It just gets more. It's really? like Armageddon. Yeah, it's it's like that movie. It just gets on. dumber and dumber as yeah. it keeps going. You're like, how can this happen now? Right. It's a whole no show. way. The bomb won't go off to just, you know, destroy the asteroid. Like, yeah. it just doesn't stop. It's just one crazy. Not it, right. It's nonstop. By the way, I just want to just mention that we have our first super chat. Necro Mechanical. Out of here and sure. We should. We salute you. Come on now. Can you read that? Uh, the, the super chat message. Go ahead, bub. Necro Mechanical. Aliens are here. It's dangerous to go alone. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> we really Dude. appreciate that. Hey, wait awesome. a second. Why are you Come giving on. us money? I was about to say, artwork guess all what? The yeah, time, we're going to be putting it back in like, here. Dope. We're going to buy you some swag and send it yeah. out to you once we yeah. get some of these hoodies like, made oh, up. Oh, man. Necro does so much for our show to make oh us uh, laugh. And oh, have bro, some, uh, you had this guy rolling with yeah. some of those images. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. That, that, was, that was classic. Bro yeah. literally was like, how did he know the birds went like this? And we're like, bro. Yeah, and Necro made a really cool image. A mashup of some Aroa stuff. We just talked about about your painting yeah. that Bub bought. We oh, yeah, yeah. That was the night. We, we put, yeah. put it in yeah. front. and the portrait uh, up, yeah. yeah. That's, that's too crazy. funny, man. God, that's, that's funny. funny. Thank you so much. We Dude, really appreciate, you. appreciate that. that. You're awesome. <laughs> uh, that's That threw me off. That's great. But, yeah, I mean, I think we're at this boiling point. Like, since then. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the world feels a little more normal now that I can go out of my house and not be not in, like, you know, inside. Thunderdome and everything's <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> But right. <laughs> it still doesn't feel like everything's getting back to any kind of, oh, like, homeostasis. Yeah, it's yeah. always just kind of kept Everything's edging. on the feel, edge I, of going right, back. I feel, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's yeah, afraid. Yeah, what yeah. if that's we go what back I, to that? Yes. Oh, God, let's just do everything you're told. Right. Let's make sure we do everything we're told. We don't want to go back. We're like a bunch of frightened rescue dogs, and I don't want to go back in that kennel. Like, I've had enough of it. I want to still be outside and walking around, and yeah. I want the world to not blow up. And Yeah. Yeah. 
Project Bluebeam, roll it out. I don't care. Show me your aliens. Bring out the UFOs. That's great. <laughs> great. I don't care. Let's just get it over with. Come on. Like, Let's it, ask Roa the question. What? With the questions. Okay. What? If you had a chance, oh, would God, you rather? Okay? Yeah, I got this already. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Jump on a UFO and take a ride into interstellar space. <laughs> okay, that's good. Or if you see a portal, you can jump in it. Which one would you Ooh. do? Would you take do you, the portal? Can you, I mean, can you, you don't know where the portal's going. Oh, I asked damn. the same question. <laughs> damn. Or damn. what if you did? Depends where it's portaling to. I mean, if you I mean, know it, where it's going, what do you mean? You can't yeah. know where it's going. It, I don't even know where the UFO is going to like go. Like if it's but. a portal That's and you true. see snow, I'm not going to jump through. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, if it's something like ooh, I don't, I don't know. That's a good. You one. mean like I I'm going to jump through and it's cold? I mean, there's a lot of circumstances like the UFO. I would or not they, jump in the portal. Yeah, but I, I'd probably do both. I. I'd that's go on a toss up. But if the aliens are not cool, though. Or how about this? I'm getting on the UFO. Yeah. Which, or you could time travel to the peak of the Mayan, the ancient, the oh, yeah, probably, pre-Mayan yeah. civilization. Yeah, Would you take that time I'll travel? That one. Or jump yeah. in the portal or take a ride yeah, on the UFO? That's, that's three. I'll do the last one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's an easy see, one. See, I was, I'm real close on the fence of yeah. being able to go back in time that's and see easy. something really cool. Yeah. I'd either go all the way to the start or all the way to the end. Shoot, you of probably, people or time. just yeah. the time? <laughs> yeah. Time. Like, I want to know how it started or how it's going to end. Like, yeah. Time started with a concept, you know? Um, I don't know. Did we even finish this uh, this article? We got off on a tangent there. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. I mean, you get the gist, people. Uh, yeah. There's pretty, pretty big, good. big people out there, researchers, that are just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're out here. Gloves are off. We're yeah. we're t- saying one hundred percent ETs well, okay, are, okay. Right. are here. Yeah. Even back well, to that point, facts, though, you know, like this point, you can't hide. Back it. to the geopolitical and the world climate, and all that at large. Maybe those people who used to be hesitant about their tenure, their position, their um, spot in the company, that wouldn't talk about it if they're in the government or whatever. Maybe now with the world kind of again, that pressure's building up. They're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to start talking. Mm. Like if that wave, if there's a big enough wave of those that have enough information to really unlock some of those doors and really put things together, I think that's the slow momentum build that's going on too right now. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think there's confidence in the movement at this point too, and I don't think it's been made to look ridiculous as of uh, yet. Uh, One of the funny right. things was like I said, okay, and I'm not a huge fan uh not that I'm not a fan, but I'm just not a huge fan. But Tom DeLonge, you know, I follow some of his stuff. I don't know if you're familiar with him, the Blink-182 okay. uh, guitarist and To the Stars Academy and that. You know, some they just did a things. tour, right? Right. Huge. I know a lot okay. of people that went to this. And people he, are like, well, came, he, he does this UFO great. stuff to grift and make money, you know, be a grifter. Like, uh, get in on the UFO scene. And I'm like, maybe. But at the same time, like, if the guy really wants money, no, but Tom he was can go make bank. in yeah. UFOs. That's what I'm saying. He can get the money. Time. It's not about money. Maybe it's about you want to be in, in, in the know. I don't know. I, th- I think they kind of have to fall into because technology and all of us have phones. We can capture everything. You know, yeah. you're getting to the yep. point to keeping up with that. You know, That's where you're just point. like, hey, we, they're gonna figure it out. So we might as well just, just say it. You know, the veil's been revealed. You know, you mean like the next technological advances are gonna kind of give it away, or it's like we already it's, know the cat's out of the bag. Exactly, certain, it's kind of a certain yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. I think we already That's know where I'm about at with it, it most of it. You know, you look at our our yeah. childhoods, yeah. Walkman and and yeah. 
record players and eight tracks and tapes and Ball now we I mean I have more right. digital technology right. on my body and in my pockets in my drones, life right now and than everything right drones and all 12 year old me yeah. would have never thought this was even possible yeah. right I yeah. couldn't have thought of it. We were just waiting yeah. for the next version of Nintendo to come out. Nintendo right. 64. Oh, it's that was sick. magic. Yeah, but, yeah. Right. I mean, it, but yeah. So we're, we're we're in a much different arena now of just, yeah, it's just overall catch up. Tech I think yeah, and where we're at. But at the same time, like I said earlier too, it's like one of those things where we we don't really have an appreciation then for things that take effort, mm. take time because we're like immediately now, 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 now. Facts. So it's a very much like here you want this power Gandalf, you want the ring, and he's like, Nope, I'd probably go overboard with it. You know, mm. and some people with right. not being able to kind of walk that balancing act and take their shoes off and but connect Schmeagel with the earth. took that ring. <sighs> he went whole hog. <laughs> he did not play around. <laughs> Called to him. Uh do you want to do this next one, Bob? Yeah, if you want me to. Yeah. Cube Miami shape. Herald. Yeah, the cube. So this is a shout-out to Jeffrey Wilson. He sends me these cryptid articles. He sends me a lot of different articles, but he's got some, he, you know, he, on the line, like new discovery, the biology one. He loves that this gets us jazzed because of yeah. the Charles Fort connection because yeah. of that, and yeah. I still I still have the book in my backpack. I still read it. I was reading it on my yeah. trip last week of Charles Fort. It's great. I love it. It's one of those, like— the I'd OG, always known about him, but I hadn't OG dug into paranormal, him. Paranormal, weird, strange yep. guy. He he's was... awesome. He's like the original Indiana Jones, and even mm. but even then he was. Yeah, well, that's too much of a segue. Anyhow, cube-shaped <laughs> creature with twenty-four eyes discovered hiding in pond in Hong Kong. Study says, and this is from the Miami Herald. Like I said, this is updated last on April eighteenth of two thousand twenty-three, and uh, scientists uh, let down a net and scooped up water from a brownish green pond in Hong Kong. As they looked closer at their catch, they found a cube-shaped, 24-eyed creature looking back and discovered a new species. The researchers found the creature hiding in the brackish water of shrimp ponds at Maipo Nature Reserve, according to a study published March 20 in the Journal of Zoological Studies. They returned three summers in a row and kept finding more of these creatures. Mm. Scientists analyzed the animals and discovered a new species of box jellyfish, the study said. Box jellyfish are named for their cube-shaped bodies, researchers said. This group of jellyfish contains some of the most venomous uh, marine animals in the world. Shout out to Justin England. He uh, schooled me on the box jelly when they were on the show. Yep. Um, the new species, Tripodalia myponesis. Nope, that's not it. Glad you're reading that. Myponesis. Myponesis. There you go. Has a see-through body with a slight whitish tinge photo show. Jellyfish measuring less than an inch long. That's terrifying. That's yeah. cool. It's cool, but it's <laughs> terrifying if they're that yeah. poisonous. Right, but that's, that's Jesus. Big, that's Some crazy. Less than an inch you can't long. See anything yeah. in that water has three inch tentacles. So roughly, it's yeah. like four inches, um, extending from the corner body stud. The jellyfish has twenty four eyes arranged in sets of six. Um, on each side, the creature has two larger eyes, the upper and lower lens Check eyes, out the right. yeah. surrounded by four that. smaller eyes known as the pit and slit eyes. Mm. Two of these eyes are used for seeing images, while the other four are used to detect light. There's an yeah, image of its, of its eyes. Yeah. I think it's down below Yeah, it's this lower. One. Yeah, yeah. Tripodelia mypoensis jellyfish has pedal-shaped structures at the base of its tentacles that act like boat paddles. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, these paddles allow, you know, box jelly to swim a little faster than other types of jellyfish, so there's a little evolutionary or biological advantage maybe. Um, when it's swimming, it looks like it's pulsating. 
Um, what did they say here? Oh, they identified it as a new species because it's genetically and physically distinct from other box jellyfish. They named the animal after the Maipo area where it was discovered. I didn't know jellyfish had eyes like that, like real eyes. That's crazy. Yeah. I would, like, I thought where, they were, like, sensory. sensory where, where is it again? Where is this at? In Hong yeah. Kong. In Hong Kong? Yeah. yeah. So, and then the like, brackish water, right? That's, so like, fresh. salt and fresh yeah. all yeah. mixed right. up. It's so murky. Yep. Like, you can't see nothing. Right. Do you Whatever's think, evolved in that water. Right. Do you think it's from pollution? You know what I'm saying? Like, mutation? Oh, like... Like the Simpsons nuclear like, power yeah, plant. Yeah, exactly. Versus Maybe like a new, and you know? probably, and yeah, I would say there's yeah. definitely, that probably drives actually some species creation. Mutations that are disadvantaging, right. you know, like, I wouldn't doubt I don't know. It's like saying more oxygen in the atmosphere gives you larger, you know, dragonflies oh. and this more and that. More wood equals it, more light. <laughs> it's just like anything. And I had yeah. this thought when I lived by myself a long time ago, and uh-huh. this might have been a late night. Uh, watching, you know, uh, I don't know what, Lord of the Rings probably again. I don't know. Or The Hobbit. But uh, thinking about, you know, well, if I eat this or eat that, you know, I gain this or gain muscle or lose weight or gain weight. And, you know, it just started making me think about animals and what have you. But, yeah, what you do, what you take in, what uh, environmental factors are affecting you, again, how much oxygen's in the environment, all that makes a difference. So right now... It's one of those, like, what you're saying with, like, the pollution. Like, is it causing – yeah, it has to at some level. But, like, yeah. even outside of that, what natural things would drive some of that too? Like, I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. It's more of, like, everything's going to skew something. It's that yeah. whole, like, causality principle of, like, this causes that. It's the Rube Goldberg device yeah. of life. That's why I want to go back to the start and see what actually started – all of this happening. Mm. Yep. You know, mm. that's why I think of it. Like one, one little marble that was just like rolled and then just started spreading out all of this. Yeah. It's crazy. Basically. Yeah. It's got a bunch of eyes. Dude, w- if what, you saw, yeah, that would hurt like mean, shit. I don't know if it's water deadly. Like that. What can you even see with those eyes? So we were mm. prepping for the show, bub, and you brought up, it's kind of like Light. organism 46B. Yeah. It's crazy. Organism 46B. If anybody knows more about this, I know Bo Diddley about it, but I know a little <laughs> bit about it. And I read some articles. And uh, Burton, if you're in there, or J- I don't Jay know if Lamb, anybody Nancy, else knows about 46B. Cryptid Huntress. Um, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did pull up a, a Wiki Cryptid page, though, because I had never heard about Organism 46B ever. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Uh-oh. you so, want a quick overview? <laughs> you brought it up. Yeah. yeah, do you want me to go do, over it? Do an overview. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I so, love this. So, organism forty six B was an enormous thirty three foot, or what is that fifty uh, ninety mil, ninety meters long, fourteen tentacle squid like creature which lived in Lake Vostok, a subglacial lake located under two miles of ice beneath Vostok Station in Antarctica. The animal had limbs that were uh, animate and aggressive even after amputation, could release a toxin into the water and immobilize its prey from distance up to 150 feet, displayed an astonishing degree of shape-shifting and and show. So, like, it's chromatophores, I'm, I'm guessing. You know how oh, octopus yeah, yeah, yeah. and cuttlefish, well, even shapes their, though, because they can shape yeah. the, oh, the, the yeah. texture. And yeah. I've watched a lot of videos on octopus. cuttlefish and cephalopods, yeah. and I love. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. 
I don't know what it is, genus or species or family and, and that whole kingdom yeah. file yeah. order, genie, species, class, whatever encephalopod, mm. those that have that internal, you know, beak and stuff. Yeah. They're smart. Yeah. Octopi are really, smart. Really uh, smart. Squid are smart. Didn't we uh, cover that they're basically aliens or something yeah, like that exactly. on the Strange yeah. Happenings episode? Yeah. Probably are. Or we talked about yeah. or had Probably the theory are. that they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, did you read the actual? Well, yeah, the, the, yeah. Did you read the actual encounter? So yes, this uh, Vostok station, established by the Soviets in 1957, was discovered to have been sighted atop a vast body of liquid water beneath the ice in 1974, which was subsequently named Lake Vostok after the station. After 30 years of ice core drilling, the research team finally breached through the lake on the 5th of February 2012. So really kind of recent. Right. Uh, this must have occurred sometime between then and the 30th November 2016 when the story first broke, although the exact dates have so far proven impossible to track down, of course. Uh, Dr. Anton P- Padalka claimed to have been a part of the first scientific expedition to explore the lake. We encountered Organism 46B on our first day. It disabled our radio, which we later learned to our team was intentional. It was also too able to paralyze prey from a distance of 150 feet by releasing its venom into the water. That's da, 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 da. Yeah, so, but they had something about uh, the, this thing had telepathy. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, telepathic cryptids, bro. It's, it it's great. Yeah, it it reads like science fiction. Yeah, if it was, it was Hoax, as if more it than had likely. hypnotized him telepathically. I don't know. Uh, uh, so this guy was just go. treading water while it approached right. him, and then it just like ripped him to pieces. I mean, it sounds like a sci-fi right, horror right, movie, but again, like you're you picked a good one. Like I've never heard of a demon octopi, but yeah. hey, it's a cryptid as far as I'm concerned like in my book. Now, and now somebody has to go to Antarctica and prove me wrong and get in Lake Vostok. Right. Not this guy. But never been Open cast. up Antarctica. Let's yeah. all go down there and have a good time. Yeah. Why can't we all enjoy it? No, only the Kardashians can go. Or John Kerry or, or Tom John. Hanks. <laughs> They've all been to Antarctica. <laughs> Here we go. Damn. Don't get me started. Antarctica <laughs> is the tip. <laughs> Uh-huh. Everybody knows the it. The tip of the spear. It Everybody knows it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, nobody's down. They, nobody's that down there. Catch. There's a little bit of people down there. Yeah. But yeah. there's pyramids down there. They're ha- like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm telling yeah. you. Antarctica. They made the King Kong movie with, with Godzilla going into the center of the earth and all that mm. jazz. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know how that ties into Antarctica, but yeah. I just thought I <laughs> It, I thought funny. it had a piece that's in there funny. where it tied into Antarctica. But it all ties Didn't in Didn't they bring him to Antarctica, bro. though? They dropped King Kong off in, like, that cold-ass no, place. No, no, Where's no, he at? When he's... No. Was it Antarctica? No, he has to go inside the inner earth. Oh, in the and that's in Antarctica. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. It is, it yeah, is it is right. Yeah. It is right. That is very weird how the new King Kong has the whole inner hollow earth thing mm-hmm. tied into it. In Antarctica. That's, yeah, that's right. so true. Dude. And Boom. they need these like special like engines on the jets of the planes right, or whatever they're right, called, the heavies, right. so that they can like. Have not seen the it. new King Kong's wild. It gets yeah. fairly trippy. Really. It's trippy. Yeah. It gets fairly trippy when Real. they go to the center of the earth and stuff like well, that. Well, King That's Kong's gravity from the center of the earth. He's yeah. going home, basically. Who? It, it, King Kong, not he's to spoil from anything. the center of the earth. Oh, for real. It's, where the story. So he's not from an island. Spoiler so alert like, to all of you that oh, haven't seen. Sorry, we're very sorry. We may have been drinking. God, we're not really good at that, are we? That's Hey, 
you know what? We're just hanging out, having a good time. I always yeah. figure that I'm not really on the cutting edge of watching movies, so I, okay. I'm not hopefully probably spoiling any movies other than you. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you've seen it. So. I haven't seen it. Sorry, car. Spoiled. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> do you want to do the next one too? Stick <laughs> with the biology. Sure. Orcas yep. have sunk three boats in Europe and appear to be teaching others to do the same, but why? 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 Scientists think a traumatized orca initiated the assault on boats after a critical moment of agony and that the behavior is spreading among the population through social learning. Because orcas do this, they teach each other, hey, we hunt these fish. Hey, we're afraid of this. And it's specific to pods. It's right. not like a orca wide across oh, the yeah. ocean. Well, I mean, it's like your clique of orcas to... and my group of orcas. We do different stuff, right? But yeah. we can teach each other, right? That's evolution. Shoot, that's, it's wild. So that's great. Uh, they've they've sunk in their third boat off the Iberian coast of Europe, and so uh, they now believe the behavior is being copied by the rest of the population. The uh, three orcas. Orcanus orca, also known as killer whales, struck the yacht on the night of May 4th in the Strait of Gibraltar, shout out, off the coast of Spain, and pierced the rudder. There were two smaller and one large orca. Skipper Werner Schaufelberger told the German... Nice. I can't even believe I just got through uh, that. That was one nice, rip, dude. Told the German publication, yeah! The little one shook the <laughs> rudder at the back stupid. while the big one repeatedly backed up and rammed the ship <laughs> with full force oh, from the side. Schaufelberger said he saw the smaller orcas imitate the larger one. The two little orcas observed the bigger one's technique, and with a slight run-up, they too slammed into the boat. Wow. Spanish Coast Guards rescued the crew and towed the boat to Barbate, but it sank at the port entrance. That's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Two days earlier, a pot of six orcas assailed another sailboat navigating the strait. Greg Blackburn, who was aboard the vessel, looked on as a mother orca appeared to teach her calf how to charge into the rudder. It was wow. definitely some form of education teaching going on, Blackbird told uh, Nine News. Reports of aggressive encounters with orcas off the Iberian coast began in May of 2020 and are becoming more frequent, according to a study published in June of 22 in the Journal of Marine Mammal Science. Assaults seem to be mainly directed at sailing boats and follow a clear pattern with orcas approaching from the stern to strike the rudder, then losing interest once they have successfully stopped the boat. The reports of interactions have been continuous since 2020 in places where orcas are found, either in Galicia or in the Strait. Um, most encounters have been harmless. Um, uh, Lopez Fernandez told Life Science in an email, and more than 500 interactions, events recorded since 2020. There are three sunken ships. We estimate the killer whales only touch one ship out of every hundred that sail through a location. Um, so they're, they're kind of saying, you know, it's not happening all the time, but it's, it's definitely starting to be been, a taught thing. The and one they're talking crazy. about, they talked about being traumatized. Yeah, and that's what I say. This female way. orca they call White Gladys suffered a critical moment of agony, a collision with a boat or entrapment during illegal fishing that flipped a behavioral switch. So this one orca taught that had this right. negative experience right. with this boat right. taught all the rest of them, like, like we you see that? Know. That's how we're going to deal yeah, with that. we had enough. Orca power, bud. Right. What are you going to do? The orca revolution. As far as I know, there's nothing in the ocean that eats orcas. No, no. They eat everything bad. they want, but they yeah, don't get bad. eaten. Yep. Right. Oh, sorry. Time out. We've got a question from the Time audience. Out. Question. Did Bub do something different with his hair? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't join up, so I'm still going to be on the show. 
I didn't, uh, you know. Burton, yes. Blow Bob it all in Vegas. Completely but. cut his hair and has a mustache. So here's what's funny. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Here's, Looks great. <laughs> here's here's what's funny. I, oh, shit. I don't really. Uh, it's been a while since I've uh, had any kind of like look how I think I even should look or how I look. So I'll grow a beard and then shave it because it's <laughs> and then fun. Cut your hair and then I just feel like I, once you do it, once you break your look, you can do whatever you want. Then people are like, oh, I, I don't – yeah, I never know what to expect to – my friends always say I never know what to expect you to look like, <laughs> which is a great compliment, right? <laughs> so I'll show up at events and we'll have friends from out of town that will walk past me. So I have a huge uh-huh, beard and glasses on. They're like, yeah. I was in a gas station <laughs> – Buying candy on the way back from Columbus to my parents' house. This is a great true story. I parked on the side of the gas station. I'm in the store. I'm looking down at the racks, you know, at kind of a 45. Right. And I pass a gentleman, and I say, oh, excuse me. And at the same time, I hear him say, excuse me, and I catch a glance of his shirt. And in my head, I just thought, man, that looked a lot like my dad's shirt. And I look up, and it's my dad. He didn't even recognize me because my beard was so massive. My hair was so long and crazy looking like, and I just looked at him, hey, hey, dad, what's going on? He's like, Bob, like had no clue. It was was so funny, dude. So yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. We might have to get a vote. Mustache, no mustache. Take the beard back. Let's get some Jesus hippie hair. I don't mind. What do we got? What do we got in the chat? What do you guys think? What's Bob's next hairstyle? Yeah, we're going to have to put this to some charitable donation. You need a handlebar mustache. That's my vote. Hey, man, I'm working on it right handlebar now. Handlebar mustache. I'm getting bust. there. All right. I, I, got a, I got a couple of uh, when it was a little more clean shaven that I looked like I could be in uh, Super Troopers or Reno 911. So I was pretty stoked about that. I see that. 911 <laughs> is that. so great. God, yeah. that's a good show. <laughs> he said Mohawk. There you go. Yeah. Why not? You can pull Hey, it I can do I, I do a Mohawk. Yeah. Well, that was about six left turns and a right <laughs> to get back right. to where we're ready to cover the next article. L- uh, Lumbub Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Last uh, time it was dude. a bub stash. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. dude. Uh, uh, next one, we got strange sounds recorded high in Earth's fun. atmosphere have scientists baffled. This is by Robert Lee, and uh, it's, uh, what do we got? This is space.com. Yep. Scientists have detected sounds high in the Earth's atmosphere. A solar-powered balloon mission launched by researchers from Sandia National Laboratories carried oh hello carried lar- uh, carried a microphone <laughs> to a region on Earth's atmosphere found around 31 miles above the planet called the stratosphere. This region is relatively calm and free of storms, turbulence, and commercial air traffic uh, and commercial air traffic meaning microphones in this layer of the atmosphere can eavesdrop on the sounds of our planet, both natural and human-made. However, the microphone in this particular study also heard strange sounds that repeat a few times per hour. Their source has yet to be identified. The sounds were recorded in the infrasound range, meaning they were at frequencies of 20 hertz and lower well below the range of the human ear. So this is like a low vibrating sound. Like the earth ohm. Or 
There are mysterious infrasound signals that occur. That's why I thought this was interesting that you're here during mm. this because this you're going to have to wait till the future to find next, out. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like Doc Brown, like right now, I wish I had a DeLorean. <laughs> God. Um, meaning that they were at frequencies 20 hertz and lower, well below the range of human ear. There are mysterious infrasound signals that occur a few times per hour in some flights, but the source of these is completely unknown. Daniel Bowman of Sandia National Laboratories said in a statement to gain, uh, to gather acoustic data from the stratosphere, Bowman and the team used devices initially designed to monitor volcanoes called microbarometers that are capable of detecting detect low frequency sounds along with the expected natural and man-made sounds the microbarometers detected the mysterious repeating infrasound signals mm. wow there you go i mean you've always heard that the the you know you what is that click sorry that's driving me nuts what is oh. that you hear that how does that click have you heard that i, I thought you were know. clicking a mouse for a while i'm not clicking anything you hear a click? <laughs> Maybe I I have some mesophonia. If you don't know what that is, check it. Dude, it's very sensitive hearing. But God, um, sometimes I swear I hear things that are there. But well, I don't. I that don't click. What's that click? You hear that click? I don't hear it. It's it probably like it's probably one of the chairs. You probably just don't hear it because we're always wearing headphones. Oh, and we're not wearing headphones okay. now. I'm gonna have to deal with that. I'm gonna have to yeah, go back to the headphones. You may have okay. to go back to headphones. So we're, if anyone's noticed, we're trying no headphones out. Yeah, this is fun time. though. I like um, it, and we're <laughs> just rolling with it. Stoner has no way to talk to us, uh, so we're shoot. just literally out That's here so without funny. a life raft. We're just gonna see just the winging big, it. Oh, we gonna, got Stoner. That's we're right. We're gonna see a big middle finger emoji like right. over the line. <laughs> Um, where was I, Bub? Oh, that's it. What is it? Oh, the headphones. I bet that's what it was. So yeah, there you go. Interesting sound. Sorry, so that one kind of goes into this article from uh, ABC News, which I'll attack this one. Um, and this was like May fifteenth by the Associated Press. Denmark's mystery tremors caused by an acoustic waves from unknown source. Officials say. So we got a lot of sounds. We got weight, acoustics, um, and these are things that have just been kind of popping up. Copenhagen, Denmark. A series of minor tremors recorded on the Danish Baltic island of Bornholm Saturday was puzzled scientists who now say they were caused by acoustic pressure waves from an unknown source. At first, the tremors were thought to have been caused by an earthquake. Then seismologists theorized that they originated from a controlled explosion in Poland. More than 140 kilometers, nearly 90 miles to the south. On Monday, the Geological Survey of Denmark and Greenland, in an official body that monitors the underground, uh, said the tremors were not caused by earthquakes, but by pressure waves from an event in the atmosphere. However, they came from an unknown source. The seismologists can report that it is unlikely that the tremor originated from a controlled explosion in Poland which was carried out shortly before the first reports of tremors in Bornholm, the body known as G <coughs> Excuse Bless me. You. Uh, GEUS said in a statement. On Saturday, GEUS said it had received more than 
60 tips from people on Borholm that the earthquake-like tremors described as a deep rumbling, shaking and rattling, changing pressure in the air had been reported in the afternoon in Bornholm. Hmm. No one was hurt. Uh, police said that they were too, uh, they too were contacted by members of the public about the tremors on the eastern part of the island. Danish media reported that the tremors caused a crack in the wall of a house. Interesting. So the GEUS said that the seismic tremors were measured at a magnitude of 2.3. So some mm. kind of device inside the earth or it's coming from the atmosphere. Yeah, this is uh this is odd. Interesting. It is interesting. But that's really about all we had for that one. Lots of sound sound has been popping up a lot lately, mm-hmm. so I thought those were two, two yeah. ones. And there have been other cases of towns where people, like, are going mad. Like, everybody in the town's hearing, hearing the sound that's like, what the hell is that? Some kind of that? vibration. Oh, really? or oh, it's A low not... hum coming from yeah. it. We've heard about mm. this in the yeah. past. Yeah, this isn't a brand new phenomenon. So no. I mean, it yeah. has occurred before. So it's one of those, like, is it coming from the earth? Is it a sound resonating, right. some frequency coming, like a signal almost? I don't know. It's weird. Weird, big, uh, giant like a shared auditory that... hallucination or delusion. Or mm-hmm. is there technology on the inside yeah. somewhere deep down in the earth that there's some like advanced machinery happening? That's one of the theories of uh, Skinwalker Ranch is that there's a giant, huge space scope underneath, like almost a machine that's giving off energy at the at a certain point in the exact same location in one area and it's also in the same point below it underground where they're measuring these huge measurements of energy above it and below it so basically so it's like the telephone line for it's, aliens it's like a dish yeah. and that you've been they're sending to, signals through portals and that's and maybe things, what they're, they're, it, that might creatures, be a portal skinwalkers. up there but could it be the energy is coming from below the earth out there and above in this exact one location out there. And so is there some kind of device under there? What if that's portaling? What if that well, energy is coming from a portal on the side? They have these weird phenomenon out there when you, just, when you work on Skinwalker Ranch. It could be cattle hands or people that are just out there working. All of a sudden they get like microwaved and they're their skin starts to bubble up. What? Uh, they have these like weird phenomenon where there's all of a sudden just huge surges in electromagnetic energy. Yeah. And people have been sent to the hospital where their skin will kind of like separate. It's almost like getting microwaved or something. Mm-hmm. That's but weird. it's not constant. Yeah. And it's in certain areas. Um, so. Yeah. That's wild. Local legends, Burton, jealous of the tattoos. Which ones? Oloroas? All the ones Roe has given us. Because Roe has done <laughs> tattoos for me and Mikey. Yeah. Stoner. My wife. My wife? Yeah. We'll have to get... So we got to... going to have to come to Columbus, Burton. Yep. Get some ink from uh, Carlos down at be. the uh, Fifth Element. All right, be. come on down. Absolutely. Or yeah, so we... check out some artwork, even. Uh, yeah. I think that's... Uh, do you have any more on that one? No, I think we're good on that one. You want to go in on your boy? Sure. Uh, which one? No, you're doing that. I'm not doing that. What's this? I'm, oh, I, can do, I was I, waiting for Mike I to realize do. that Bill Gates We're, and his that's boy. That's at the end. 
We're doing Bill Gates. That's at the end. end? Yeah, Bill Gates. I didn't know that. Never mind. Everybody. We're just gonna buzz through this one real quick. Uh, Bankukulu. Oh. Bankukulu Tarla, a megalithic site predating Gobekli Tepe. Of course, this is in uh, the uncovering of the stunning megalithic architecture of Gobekli Tepe in modern-day Turkey is uh, less than three decades ago turned out a view of prehistory upside down with the massive T-shaped pillars and the site predating the pyramids and Stonehenge by some six or 7,000 years. But while it took the spotlight, archaeologists in the area continued finding other similar sites with impressive architecture and dating back to the same mind-boggling stretch of time some 10,000 years before present. And that's accepted, ladies and gentlemen. That's an accepted timeline. That's not even saying, oh, that's no, that's everybody agrees on that. One of the sites that has become well-known recently is Karen Tepe, perhaps most notably after it was covered in Graham Hancock's Netflix series Ancient Apocalypse. But another lesser-known site that lies further to the east may end up being even more important. Bankakulu Tarla, discovered during the construction work on the uh, Hisu Dam in 2008, has undergone excavation over the last 11 years. And has already turned up many things of note. Dude, Gobekli Tepe is super, super famous. There are tons of these places out there. Hmm. I mean, there's I don't even know half the names of these places. These these pregnant hills that they call them, where they're they're just literally covered up. Um, hmm. But these you know stone circles. I mean, they are everywhere. Uh, like the other ancient sites of the time, Turkey, uh, Bankakulu, Tarla, features a walled temple with rock pillars. But they appear to predate Gobekli Tepe by a thousand years or so. Though the wow. pillars don't appear to be as impressive with the earliest layer of the site digging, dating back to a staggering 13,000 years. Jesus. What's more, the excavation over the past 11 years has worked through multiple layers of the site with dating those layers suggesting it was occupied for around 4,000 years from around 11,000 BCE to 7,000 BCE. Wow. The documentary traces Bunka Kulu Tarla offers an early look at the site and excavation along with the extended interviews with the lead archaeologist, Dr. Ugul Kogas. So, it's called Traces, Bankakulu Tarla, documentary drama, um, and you can find that on YouTube. Uh, interesting. That, I'll have to sit down and actually watch yeah, that. Cool. Um, it's just the whole, it's going to keep getting older and older. They just don't want to dig up. Yeah. Right, right. How often is it like, hey, we found this site. No, you didn't. Yeah, we no, we really yeah. did. No, you didn't. Okay, right. fine. They found it. Yeah. It's yeah. like Easter eggs they don't want you to find. And Bangkukulu is means field of beads because of oh. all the beads that they found. Oh, they found cool. over a hundred thousand handmade beads really? that were a part of a necklace, a bracelet, a anklet. Over a hundred thousand. So that that's word crazy. means field of beads. There you go. That's cool. Bangkukulu. Cool. Sorry, I'm mispronouncing it. Oh. Um. Good luck. Yeah. Do you want to do this next one? Can understanding whale speech help us talk to aliens? Whaleans, baby. Whaleans. Somebody said, uh, who was it? Uh, Nancy said sky orcas earlier. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't know what's in the up. upper atmosphere. It's cracking me up. You never know. They live in multicultural, matriarchal societies. Their 18-pound brains have neocortexes and spindle cells for higher-order thinking, emotions, memory, language, and love. They could be the most intelligent beings on this planet. We're talking about sperm whales. And by the mm. way, they don't make just whale sounds. They speak. According to City University of New York biological oceanographer David Gruber, sperm whale vocalizations aren't your typical harmonious whale songs. Their phrases, series of Morse code-like clicks called codas, sound more like a door slowly creaking open and shut on the deck of a sunken boat. Mm. But when researchers really started listening, they found that these codas carry all the hallmarks of a highly evolved language, duh, even regional dialects, doy, passed down from generation to generation, (laughs) duh. I mean... Free Willy yeah, taught us that. At yeah, this exactly. point, it's kind of like when I have an idea, like, I wonder if that's on exactly. the internet. It's already there. Like, exactly. basically, science at, at these levels should be able to go, hey, we know this about enough of the orca species, and probably... They're learning so much every day know. studying orcas. I don't know. I just... Maybe I'm being We don't too know anything about orcas. Maybe no. everybody thought whales were big and dumb. Or sperms. No. Moby Dick gave them a bad well, name. Well, in the 1800s, when they were... There's probably a giant corporation that was, like, saying that whales are morons and have no... You know, they're like like we do with anything. Yeah, we're doing them a service they're by taking them they're out of this world. They're trying to kill us. Moby mm. Dick, yeah. the, the whale, is the bad guy. We got to go hunt all the whales. Yeah. They're mm. selling oil, you know, right? Uh, oil from the bl- l- blubber. Mm. Before electricity, it was all whale oh, oil. Oh, amber grease? It was all whale mm. oil for that right. was in Perfume all the... Perfume and... Candles. Yeah, right. yeah. Anywho, sorry, a little side talk. Oh, in fact, man. Gruber has conspiracy, said man. he believes sperm whales speak to uh, be perhaps the most sophisticated form of communication that he's ever existed the speech of sperm whales you watch that documentary uh the whale world of the whales i don't know I've not it's seen that. incredible Is it? dude yeah it's a series it's an eight-part series what's it on it's on disney plus all right then it's a I'll national geographic original i think i have to watch it it's, a, Ge- time on the it's a series okay i'll check that out it's unbelievable like so cool i'll check that out in uh, 2020, Gruber officially launched the Cetacean Translation Initiative, or SETI Project, a global interdisciplinary collaboration devoted to cracking the code on interspecies interpretation and communication, starting with the resident population of sperm whales in Dominica in the Eastern Caribbean. The list of partner institutions includes the Dominican government and about 50 cryptographers, linguists, technologists, biologists, heavyweights in their own field. There's natural language processing expert Michael Bronstein from Oxford University, Harvard University uh, roboticist who specialize in extremely gentle technology uh, for humane animal research, and Roger Payne, the American biologist who, 56 years ago, discovered for the first time that humpback whales sing, sparking the marine conservation movement. Tech superpowers like oh, Google, yeah, sure. Amazon, and Microsoft are on board too. Save the whales, man. Uh, you know, AI's coming. Mm-hmm. They're going to turn those whales into giant soldiers. Damn. <laughs> well, I don't Just know like how to say like a whale weapon. Yeah. Just like the whale weapon. The, the whale. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just like the uh, mammoths and the Bigfoots are going to turn them loose on us. They're going to train, you know, the mammoths. Sasquatch riding riding the mammoths. Sasquatch Thunderdome. And the Atlanteans riding riding the AI sperm whales. Wow. 
Wow, great theory, yeah. Bob. Carlos goes, wow. Um, <laughs> it's the future, the, ladies and gentlemen. The end goal of the project, an open source database and interspecies communication tool set that can be applied one day to other species too, on Earth and who knows where else. Man, there's a lot of alluding to aliens. Um, said he recently <laughs> raised a significant chunk of funding under the umbrella of TED's Audacious Project, an incubator program for world-changing ideas at the 2023 TED conference. Gruber held an intimate learning session where he presented the latest on the project's progress. According to Gruber, when Payne first began studying humpback songs in the 60s, he didn't bring human language experts into the mix. This time around, the plan is different. Linguists are going to be the special sauce, he told attendees. It's almost like a rival. You ever seen a rival? Charlie Sheen? Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Aliens? Absolutely. And Arrivals, he finds out underrated. that aliens, he doesn't realize till later on, but he finds out there's like this plant in Mexico, mm. whereas this company is basically bioengineering and heating up the planet because they're aliens. And that's the climate they like to live to in. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. It was really. So now we got another. Right. If they throw contact in here with Jodie Foster, I'm done. I'm, this show's over. That's too many strange happenings in one article. Interspecies listening and translation research is happening across the animal kingdom, from birds and bats to turtles to honeybees. But once humans understand other species, the next logical step is to talk back. That, according to Canadian scientist and Rhodes scholar Karen Baker, opens up a whole can of worms. She says some believe that interspecies communication would help foster respect and empathy for nature. Baker, a professor at the University of British Columbia who studies bioacoustics and non-human communication, said in a yet-to-be-published, uh, also at TED. Um, others believe that it is profoundly disrespectful and unethical to eavesdrop and engage in this way. So you see what she's saying? Us listening into the whales but not talking back. Right, that'd be weird. We'd be unethical. just like looking through a peephole. Well, yeah, we're eavesdropping. So one of the upsides so far, she said, is that bioacoustic tech already put into use last year to triangulate the locations of mastic, majestic North Atlantic right whales of which fewer than 350 remain in the world, and convey those coordinates to ship captains in real time so they can slow down or stop. Not a single right whale has died in a ship strike zone in this program since it was launched, she said. So since they can identify these whales and right. pick them up, they can relay that to these ships and be like, hey, you got a group, shut down your engines, they're going to pass, go ahead and go. It's great. That's Almost cool. like a traffic yeah. signal for Bro, the ocean. Right, in right, the manatees? Right. Where you don't Florida? just burrow through everything right. and, well, well, you hit something with the prop there, Skip. In Florida, right. where my dad uh, yeah. my dad has, uh, where we visited, there used to be a manatee park. The manatees, you barely ever see them now. You'd be lucky to catch them. You know, I know Stoner went there when he was a kid uh, growing up to mm-hmm. visit his grandpa back yeah. in the day. And there were manatees in this certain area. And, bro, the manatees are done. They're just getting yeah. hit by boat props because they're in shallow water. Right. That's right. where they breed is shallow water. So you have something like this. I mean, you're talking about bringing the manatees back. Yeah. All this right. – you know, dolphins. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, this go this goes for a while yet, and I, I got to be honest, it's dense. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 So I would I would say anybody that wants to check this out, this is on the Daily Beast. Can't understanding whale speech too. help us talk to aliens? Yep, right. and should be there as well. They're in there already. Yeah. Dig through it. It's a very good article, and you know, it's one of those things where 
Shit, man. I never thought about the fact that, like, what if we could understand, you know, like, say parrots, they can parrot back actual words to us. And certain parrots, like African greys, can have, like, a, a vocabulary up to, like, oh, a five-year-old yeah. or a six-year-old or whatever it is, something crazy. Like, birds, are, those birds are fairly smart, and they're very good mimicry, and there's ones that are even better. But the whole, like, what if we could understand something, another species, but we didn't let it know, like, we could understand it? Because if we could understand it, we could mimic it. That's how it works. Like, if we can understand it, we can mimic it. That's how a parrot can actually interact with you. It does know it. It knows those words. It knows those shapes. It knows those colors. So if we know their language and we know what message they're sending, we could decode that, then we should be able to communicate back. And so to not do that seems kind of like a weird, I'm going to say it, Dahmer move. It's a bit Dahmer. (coughs) Dahmery. You want full Dahmer. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's wild. That's got my brain thinking in a lot of ways, kind of like uh, yeah, microscopic cryptids. I had some interesting comments mm. in the talking about the necros, talking about the Van Allen belt and the sound that comes from that. Oh yeah, it's identical to a whale song. Oh really? This episode and no spoiler alerts for next week when our episode with Roa airs, but it's very sound oriented as well, mm-hmm. and it just keeps coming up, popping up. We've been covering orcas. Sound frequencies a, yeah. a lot lately and whales. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. They, you know, they are the, all these things are interconnected. Uh, having a melon and Adam. Yeah. Those were uh, just sounds so intact. Yeah. So, so sounds. Yeah. We've got a lot, sure. of, a lot of different veins that have come together and like really built upon the same message to, to quite a degree. And we're still reaching out in that fashion too and like trying to make some more connections maybe the sign is is that we need to get bub to play guitar Mm. on an episode that'd be cool very soon the next episode of strange happenings there we go you're playing guitar that's fine i'll put you're gonna play some tunes it's gotta happen so quick little segue the next one disbro can make i did shut down i did shut down the open mic uh performance in uh georgia Oh, yeah, after that's what the, you were uh, saying. Government Mule show the other night. It was great. Open Went into this bar after the yeah. show, and people up on stage playing some Radiohead, and yeah. people in the bar are like, no, no, it's an open mic. You can go ahead. And I'm like, well, I didn't bring guitar. And they're like, you can just play the guitar. I'm like, sweet. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And a drummer and a yeah. bass player jumped up. That, really? So that's played sweet. Played some uh, Sturgill Simpson, Life of Sin. Oh, that's And good did uh, Under the Bridge by uh, Chili Peppers. It was awesome. Just yeah. set the guitar down, grab my drink again, keep going. That's, so cool. Much that's cool. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, that's all I have on the uh, the Whaleans and the Welpins. Yeah, I think uh, and the impending Atlantean sperm whale takeover, Mastodonian, Sasquatchian blood feud that's right. been going on. Watch that's out. what King Kong. Holy cow! <laughs> Putting it all. Together. That's what King Kong and Godzilla was all about. It might have been. A uh, Godzilla's aquatic. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, representing he the, the Atlantean sperm whale rise wow. of the dragon against the primate. It's the age-old battle of primate versus reptile. That's what Perfect it's all about. Squash from the beginning. Squash and the Atlanteans had a falling out. <laughs> you know what? Who we could get to write that? Mike Luoma. There you go, Mike. Science fiction author Mike Sasquatch Loma. and the Atlanteans had yeah. a falling out. Right. It was the it was the actual fork in the road of brain meets brawn. And that's when they diverged to nature. 
the squad. And for a long time, humanity <laughs> thought that Braun had won. Yeah. Oh my god! Until the AI sperm whales and the Atlanteans returned for the final showdown. That's the trailer for the movie. And I mean, we've got, I tried not to not have an AI episode on this one, but we ended up talking about AI anyways. It was secretly in this a little bit. In, Where in, in this last article? Is AI in this? Or you were just making it up. I just made you all that talking. up about the sperm whales with yeah. AI. That's mm-hmm. all Remember when I said, we need to take a little break this week on AI <laughs> articles? And then somehow AI still made its way back into that. Oh, AI we're gonna is try. always on the mind. We're going to try. All right. So the last one is, yeah, just kind of like one of my personal uh, attention points. But it, it's it got to be news, right? Maybe it's not news. Maybe nobody cares. Maybe, oh, well, who cares? Everybody has affairs. But if you don't have a good partner, you better have a good hand. Russian bridge player whose affair with Bill Gates become blackmail fodder for Jeffrey Epstein channels Hollywood icon Mae West. So if you don't know about this, this just started coming across uh, Twitter like hot and heavy this last week. But about Bill Gates having an affair with this Russian bridge player. Um <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's just so weird because everybody yeah. wanted to distance themselves from Epstein. But here we have this description where, like, Gates has this affair, and then Epstein tries to use blackmail. his knowledge of Gates' affair with Anna Tanova in an attempt to blackmail Bill Gates. Wow. Yeah. Because it's... They're not just associating with each other. Yeah. There's, like, some deeper thing... Where, you know, Epstein's trying to get money to fund, you know, these projects through whatever organizations. Mm. You know, is he trying to get uh, – he's trying to get him on the hook. He's tra- So he tries to ingratiate himself with all of these higher society, higher intellect, higher thinking, right. higher spheres of influence. Like, I need to get a message disseminated. If you Let want me to try to you, change Rola. agendas, do you, you think this stuff's still important that people talk about Epstein and how there's been no reason that nobody has, or is this not on your radar? Come out. You can be honest either way. But do you think it's important that people know who was on this client list and the victims I, become known and the people involved become known, or is it just something we should just be like, ah? I don't think we should ignore it. Yeah. That's for sure. I think it's going to open up a whole other can of, That's what, of shit. We've been kind of sure. waiting on. But at the same time, opening a can of shit that people don't want to believe because that's their their heroes or whatever you want to call them. You know what I'm saying? Well, this is why you right. don't have this you is know? why you don't have right. heroes too, though. Right. Or you yeah. can hold people. I, I, I well, I hold people in high regard. Right. But I don't deify them. And I think right. this is. And I'll give you a rough analogy. It sounds stupid, but it's from watching sports and liking a sports figure that then ultimately turned out to kind of be a jackass. Right. And I really lost a lot. And but it just taught me a valuable lesson. Like I can say you, for instance, and I'm okay. saying I can admire the hell out of Roa and hold him at a very high regard. But that is all dependent upon what you do to make me have that image and respect for you. I don't hold people in high regard that are assholes. You don't get that, right? Like, so that's the whole thing about it. Like, you can mm-hmm. have, you know, people you admire and respect, but to have a hero, like, where it's like, yeah, have, this person yeah, can do no wrong type pedestal. thing. Like, yeah, yeah. can you have a mentor or yeah, someone that, exactly. you, that you can go to? Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Use your gift to, like, inspire you. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. 100%. But, yeah. 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 But I'm saying it's just like it's one of those things to help you from, like, yeah. losing that faith. Like, oh, wow, my hero did this. The whole world sucks. Like, well, man, not everybody can. 
live up to your expectation, then they're not right. you, you know, like they're not thinking about you either, man. They're living their own life. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like we, we need to look more internal than external. If we want help, mm-hmm. if we want to be better versions of ourselves, right? The external is not going to do it nearly as quickly as I need to like fix myself if I need to get something tr- like changed around. So like nobody else, again, it's back to the whole, like nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody else is going to, you know, go learn how to tattoo and do all of that and design and art. And like, you didn't just wake up and have that happen one day. It wasn't just like, oh, I just know how to do this. It took a long time and effort. So, like, it takes a minute to, like, get things to go into motion. Yep. True. Exactly. That's my rant. Hmm. <laughs> was I still one. listen to Michael Jackson and R. Kelly. <laughs> I put on Michael. I'm not gonna lie. I, I put on I Michael. I still listen. To I can't hope Michael Jackson. Too. I know. And you Michael know, Jackson's like I don't know. I, I haven't picked a side, but at the same time, I'm gonna appreciate the music. What it means it's, as best I, mean, I can. I know. I believe I can fly. Yeah. Arcade you don't is, like Arcade that. Is hard though. I yeah. can't listen to that and still like like it. I wasn't. You know? Didn't grow up with Arcade like I did with and Michael And I don't Jackson. know why. Yeah. And maybe it's because we're younger. Different. I don't know. I don't know. I believe I can fly is a jam though. Yeah. Yeah. Now that so we're getting in a whole other road jam. of weirdness, yeah. yeah, getting some Corey Feldman and tell me you've seen some of those great videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he's awesome and he should keep doing Corey what Feldman. he's doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah Forever. For sure. Don't stop touring. <laughs> you ever seen him perform? I've seen him. Fantastic. With his girls. Really? The girls that he has. I is it talking with the little an- they're all angels or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 It's just like there's it's, it's he came to the A and R bar to perform. Shot. Yeah. When oh. I worked at Promo West, I can't remember what we were doing. We had a shoot going on somewhere else at the Newport. But I was like, God, it'd be sweet to get I was trying to get Jason to book Corey Feldman. <laughs> it would have never worked for the TV show. <laughs> but just to have that and uh I know somebody that went to it was just like it was so strange. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Uh like awkward. But uh well this has been a fun one, guys. Yeah, this Honestly, has been a great test run. We've of never like, had a co-host. Uh, yeah, special guest anchor. Just, yeah, riding, uh, being a, another wingman on the show. I love it because he gives <laughs> that third perspective where, like, you and I know how we're going to kind of go back and forth, but then he, like, throws in a curveball here and there. But, like, yeah, yeah. I just love, too, like, seeing the reactions. He's like, what are you guys talking exactly. about on this <laughs> yeah. What the hell is no, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm here for the ride. You're so. totally surprised on everything I'm like, we're the... talking about. <laughs> Burton, Steven uh, Tyler once gave me a T-shirt. Random memory. What? <laughs> That's great. That's hilarious. Uh, Steven Tyler. But, yeah, I mean, we can wrap up the show. If you guys want to uh, check out our episode with Roa, we'll be out next week. Coming out uh, next week. But if you want to check out Roa on Instagram, Ro-host. Roa underscore studios and rowstudios.com yep is the website yes sir um you know please everybody go follow necromechanimal check out the edits oh yeah uh, post show yeah, pre show he's making so much art for this show we appreciate the hell out of him go check out burton from local legends all the stuff he's doing absolutely uh, we have i don't know if the cryptid hunters popped in and uh, i don't know if she was had, in but Okay, I thought I saw her. Uh, who else? We got some other creators that were hanging out with us tonight. Um, go check out. Justin was in there. Um, yeah, it's I'm trying okay. to think of who was all in the chat. Who did he say? What's that? Oh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot influencers. Okay. 
Tim, Tim Holleran. Yeah, go check out Bigfoot Influencers. Uh, he has an awesome interview with Les Straub from a That's few months cool. ago. So uh, Tim's always got, like, the top Bigfoot guys. He wrote the book, The Bigfoot Inf- Influencers, and now does the podcast with his wife. Oh. And it, <clears throat> it's great. <clears throat> All the top Bigfoot researchers are on that show. Um, if I missed anybody else, I'm super, super sorry. But um, you can follow us at The Strange Road on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we, you can also find us. Our Facebook group is The Strange Road Hitchhikers. Go check us out. Hit us up. Put some links in there. If you guys are a member of, of that Facebook group, throw links in there. We might yeah, just go for talk it. about it. your link on Strange Happenings. We'll give you a shout-out. Say what's up. Yeah. Uh, I also want to – But we're I, always looking for yeah. outside you two, Roa. Yeah. Anything you find strange, Can I do a quick poll? Hit us up. Can I do a polling? Appreciate that, Necro. Thank you so much, dude. You know, Later, the, Justin Lamb. You know, you know the idea we're, you, we're, we're kicking around? Of doing like a, a Q&A at a Ro- certain point in, in episodes with guests? Yeah. How many people would dig that? We might have to put a poll yeah. out. Yeah. Do you guys uh, – What if we could get a Q&A with right our now. guests? Yeah, yeah. We did a Q&A at the end of each episode. Let's say it's like 15, 20 minutes. Is that something you guys would be hip to? I think throw it in the chat. You throw your question up. Yeah. We're going to start picking them and uh, really put them to uh, – Man the in the guests. clouds. What's the prodigal up, son the clouds? Re- returns. Heck yeah. What's up, brother? Hell yeah, man in the clouds. Welcome back, dude. But we yeah, I want to in there a little bit. I want to incorporate a Q and A because I know I've always got questions. Like I get asked questions to you, but you know we might see yeah, questions yeah. rolling by. Yeah, literally cool. dedicate like you know that fifteen cool. twenty minutes every show with a guest where mm-hmm. we just take Q and A. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So we'll have to toy around with that. But stick around if you're in uh, watching the next. All uh, good, man episode. in the clouds. Maybe we'll have uh, have here, try buddy. rolling that out. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll have to run it by our guest. That's it. I'm done. I'm All right. Full. We are full. Cup is full. Again, I want to thank our co-host, Roa. Roa-host. Yes. I uh, want to thank Stoner behind the scenes, making everything thank look you, and Stoner. sound awesome. Uh, Backyard TV, Man in the Clouds, Flutz Capacitor, yeah, all you guys. And Bub. I want to thank you, Bub, for being the bro-host. And we will be back Thursday guys rock. with a show. Uh, live stream show, Jesus Pion Jr., the br- Sir Bro of Diz will be back helping us out with audio. And, that's going to uh, be a we're going to be that's going to be a heater. Bringing you some, um, I think we're going to get into some cryptid stuff. We're going to get into some UFO stuff, and so you know, make sure you guys come and it's check. It's going to get out. interesting. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I already know it's going to get interesting. But if you liked this episode, please do share. If you're listening, uh, write us a review. If you like the show, share it. If you like the show. Um, hit us up. You can DM me on Instagram. I run the Strange Road page. If you're on Twitter, hit up Bob on the Strange Road page. Um, what do we got? I messaged you about Steven Tyler. I love it. Yes. I, all right, all right. We're gonna God get Burton. a side we might, story. Yeah, we're gonna have to Steven get a side Tyler. sidebar Burton with a sidebar Burton stories because this Steven Tyler shirt's cracking me up. Man. <laughs> God, that's awesome. And uh, Mopar Phil said that'd be great, especially to circle back to things. Yeah. questions yeah fantastic cool so we're cool. getting some yeah. positive feedback yeah about the q a we're gonna work to that into, into that. the format for those interview shows I absolutely think it's, it's needed i think uh, it'd be fun because i mean our questions you know we could have a whole pool of more interesting thought that can add from all these guys in the chat so yeah and give us a minute to really just kind of sit back and right. have and that moment 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be fun. Cool. All right. You guys rock. That's you it. guys kick ass. Thank you so much. We are out. Later. Much yeah. love. Peace to all. Thank you, everybody. Good night.